0: Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kroff. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with
1: you. It is Wednesday here on Political Coffee. It's your opportunity to weigh in and talk about the political issues of the day, always with an eye that you can change your world. How? Well, by... Participating, listening, engaging in the political issues of the day, whether they're international, like the war in the Middle East, or national, with uh, House speakers vote again today, or right here in Oregon, with everything going on, you can use these issues in persuasive conversations with persuadable people. Now, let's start first with a big thank you to Diana at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill and her great staff for once again, giving us the two hour time block we had last night at the Honky Tonk Bar and Grill for the political coffee clutch. We had some 50 people there. It was great to hear uh, their thoughts as they shared with Mark Thielman, who gave us uh, an update on where they're at with the federal lawsuit on elections that's going to be heard. The actual appeal before the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals will be December the 6th up in Portland, the Mark Hatfield Courthouse. Now, I want to ask you to, Put that on your your radar, on your calendar. Come up and support them. Fill the courtroom with people who support, those of us who support the idea that if you do not have confidence in your election system, then the whole thing is a house of cards and it's unconstitutional because it does not allow you, as Anna Munson pointed out last night from Oregon People's Vote at the political coffee clatch, in her PowerPoint presentation, if you don't have faith in the process of voting and vote counting, then the system doesn't work. And poll after poll shows that's exactly where America is. This is that lawsuit that the state of Oregon And quite frankly, the Biden administration and the left, the Democrat Party, this is what they want dismissed as quickly as possible. It is a true danger to machine voting all across America. This thing is going to end up likely in front of the U.S. Supreme Court one way or the other. It uses as its logic the actual Supreme Court ruling U.S. Supreme Court ruling in 1965 in Brown versus Board of Education where minority students, specifically black students, still felt they were being disenfranchised even though there was the separate but equal policy. They still felt that way with lots of evidence. They felt that way. U.S. Supreme Court ruled in their favor using this log- logic. That if you do not have confidence in the system, then it's unconstitutional. It's that same logic. This is that profound opportunity. And I want you to put it on your calendar. December 6th, over the uh, Mark Hatfield Federal Courthouse in downtown Portland. going to be a morning arguing. And Stephen Jonkus, who is uh, Mark Thielman's lawyer in this, a particular issue He's going to be taking the full 20 minutes to argue the case. Now, Mark was also there last night to lay out sort of what's been happening inside the Oregon Republican Party and their apparent, at least according to him, broken promises. And the dilemma that he faces you laid that out very and I'm not going to go through it today cuz first of all I really don't want to get into party politics number one and number two is in all seriousness you know I want you to come to political coffee clatch meetings Come and network with other activists that are in this radio audience and in this radio station's audience, not just political coffee, but at KSLM. I want you to come and network because in doing so, you get stronger. And I'm grateful that we have had a number of you in this audience not only come to the political coffee clash, but then come together and participate in political activities you have taken a stand for what you believe is right like going out and showing up at the saturday market like many of you did when petunia was there uh, a couple of saturdays ago showing up at the salem city tax town hall and by the way my thanks to john mcdonald for getting the 55 dollar ticket <laughs> which he won't let me pay for um for having, you know, Petunia in front of the, the uh, Elsinore Theater. Those of you who showed up, thank you. That's the value of coming together. So I want to encourage you to continue to do that. Bring a friend, others, you know, that are well, just kind of, kind of on, on the middle. On the precipice. Being persuadable. Mark, I, I, I'm not going to tell you everything. I'm not, he, he asked for a sense from our group. But which direction he should go? Should he continue to run for the fourth district of Congress or should he go back to his original plan to run for secretary of state? Should he stay on as the chief petitioner of the school choice petition? And there's lots of backstory and he laid all of that out. And I'm not going to share it with you because I'm not going to tell you everything that happens at the coffee clutch because I want you to come and hear it for yourself. Sorry, has to be done. Now, we also got, had the opportunity to watch this ten-minute video of the son of Hamas, whose code name was the Green Prince. This is an Arab Palestinian who is the son, one of the founders of Hamas. And this video was taken from seven years ago. It is on the YouTube. We played it. It was powerful. And the reason that I played it was to give you hope. And I'm going to leave it at that. Because again, this is stuff that I don't do on this radio show that we do at the Political Coffee Clatch. So, it was powerful. There was a reason we did it. Now, also, I had sort of obliquely promised that we were going to have a mystery guest. Well, the mystery guest is a very well-known political figure, very involved in stuff happening in Oregon right now. Was busy with some other meetings, was gonna try to make it. We texted back and forth and, and this person just couldn't get there. So maybe in November. Well, the reason I say November is because we're not going to have another political coffee clatch in two weeks like we'd normally do. Why? Because it's Halloween night. That's why and Diana and her crew are having a special Halloween thing. So it'll be on November 14th. So it's basically it's going to be we're going to skip this next uh, political coffee class meeting because it's going to be on Halloween night. It'll be the one after that, you know, two weeks after that. So that's November 14th. I want to thank uh, Curtis Grubbs for setting up all the, the stuff prior to me uh, arriving just because was out. Farming yesterday afternoon was a nice afternoon. I'll be doing that again today. Thanks, Curtis. Thank you, Avis. And thank you, Barbara, for being at the door and putting name tags on everybody or letting putty people put name tags on themselves. So we all know who each other are. It's a good thing. So, Thank you to all of you who came last night to the Political Coffee Clutch. I hope you found it valuable, and we intend to continue to do different things at the Political Coffee Clutch. Now... Having said all of that, here's what's out there today and why you should be on top of what's going on. The Oregon Secretary of State has decided she's not going to take down that audit that led to, you know, the fake audit that Shamia Fagan uh, engineered to not be so bad for her client that she was working on the side, you know, Lamata, the drug cartel money. If she got $10,000 a month in cash, she had to resign from that, right? Well, that audit that she influenced was recommended by an outside counsel from the Oregon Department of Justice that they take it down. Well, she's saying, no, nah, I'm not going to. She said, I... I'm going to oversee it. I have 16 experience as a government auditor. I'm well equipped to ensure that every action is taken to restore the public trust in this report. Whoopsies. How many ways can you say the fix is in? I'm just saying. Now. Now. Unfortunately, there's a story here that Lori Chavez de Reamer, our newest freshman legislator, congresswoman, my congresswoman, said that Jim Jordan can't unite the Republican conference. And she voted against him. This is too bad. She wrote, in this story anyway, which is an OPB story, uh, she said, it's clear the Republican conference is still divided. And I'm deeply concerned that the chaos of the last few weeks would only continue if Congressman Jordan becomes Speaker. We must focus on what really matters. Israel's at war. Well, so what's your answer then, Lori? How do you think there's a way forward? Who's going to get enough votes? Because there's going to be, just as there are the, was the 20 holdouts, and like you, there will, whoever you guys come up with as a quote-unquote, and by the way, they're going to keep voting here. Remember, Kevin McCarthy had 15 rounds. This is why you need to pray, folks. In all seriousness, you need to pray today and over the next few days that common sense and that Lori will understand that Jim Jordan can bring the conference again and frankly can lead the House of Representatives in the way it needs to be led at during these times and the more that people like Lori are and I'm going to communicate to her specifically as I did I urged her to vote for Jim Jordan she didn't respond and I'll, I'll text her urge her to vote for him again got to happen, but it's got to be someone who has America's best interest at heart. Kevin McCarthy didn't. Many of the people that would replace McCarthy don't either. Lori needs to become aware. Of she needs to understand. Her. She only will if we help her understand. Back in a moment at 620, there's lots more going on, including the supposed Attacked by Israel on the hospital. Didn't happen, folks. Because Hamas did it to themselves back in a moment.
0: Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 22 minutes past the
1: top of the hour, 503-589-1220. is the power of GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff, KSLM.news. If you send me the email, I'll do my best to read it on the air. Jim writes an email about, this makes sense. It's a Breitbart story about how Hamas claims Israel hit the hospital, killing hundreds. Israel says Hamas rocket may have misfired. Well, there's a story that makes it even clearer. Well, it's not the Israelis. How do we know that? Well, we have video evidence. That's how we know it. You know, we talked last night about elections. Several of the people at the political coffee clutch had went to uh, the Oregon People's Vote and the Uh, in the hand ballot count training. They talked about how easy it was. They talked about how there were even some kids there who did it and they did it in record time. The kids, kids, folks. It's simple, it's easy. It's foolproof. Elections matter. Mike Lindell has led the way, the fight for free and fair elections all across the country, still is. We can support him and you can support this radio station and this radio show by buying products you're going to buy anyway. So you might as well buy superior, better products from MyPillow and get huge discounts, better discounts than you're going to get at any of the big box stores, which have all canceled him, by the way. So go to MyPillow.com, support Mike Lindell's fight for free and fair elections. Which has everything to do with your liberty and your future in this great constitutional republic. Use the promo code PC23. PC is the initials of politically, political coffee, not politically correct, but political coffee. PC23. Use that, and we will make sure that you get fantastic products and we get a small portion. Of whatever you spent. It helps this radio station. And certainly helps Mike Lindell. Stand in the fight for everything you believe in. Because he does. So go to mypillow.com. Look at all the incredibly great products. Including those towels that I rave about. I have them. The six piece towel sets. They are unbelievable. Use them every day. Every day. And they continue to hold up to weekly, because I weekly go through my towel sets, the laundering of them. And they still absorb water, and they're still soft. Not like my other towels. So go to MyPillow.com. If you want those kind of towels, if you want to sleep better with those incredible MyPillow 2.0 and the wonderful bed sheets. I have the Giza Dream sheets, and boy, they are They also hold up, by the way, to laundering. If you want all of that, enjoy that and stand up for your liberty and make your life better. And frankly, other people's lives better. Christmas is coming up. Go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code PC23. Now, there's a story in the Epoch Times about this supposed missile strike from the Israelis on this hospital. Well, here's what happened. The Israeli Defense Forces said in a post that media outlets around the globe were quick to run with the Hamas headlines without fact-checking. We know that an Islamic Jihad rocket, not Hamas, aimed at Israel misfired and hit the hospital in Gaza. How do they know that? Because there's drone footage of it. Raw footage, the article says, shared by IDF shows what it says was a rocket aimed at Israel that misfired and exploded at 1859, which is just before 7 o'clock, the same moment the hospital was hit in Gaza. The footage shows a rocket streaking across the sky before exploding in the air and debris following, followed by an explosion on the ground. And then an inferno engulfing the building. So Islamic Jihad, not Hamas, they're operating also. They also are doing their best to destroy Israel. They're in Gaza. They're firing rockets too. Now, apparently, I just heard that they're going to be, the the Israelis are going to be, releasing additional information including radar footage okay they have radar footage on all this they know exactly where the rockets come from and where they end up so if you hear and believe me the the squad rashida talib they were all running with the same thing and all most of the world's media said that it was an Israeli airstrike. it wasn't, folks. It's not true. Islamic Jihad sent a rocket aimed at Israel, and the radar footage and the drone footage shows that it hit this hospital that supposedly killed about 500 people. Now, that's awful. The last place you want to hit. But if anybody tries to tell you, well, the Israelis hit a hospital, they killed 500 people. No, they didn't. You can set them straight and I hope you do. Linda sent me an email about Lori Chavez de Reamer. I'll read it when we get back. It is 6.30 in the morning, lots to talk about. We haven't even gotten into some other things that are worthy your consideration today. Back in a moment.
0: Jeff now at 503 589 1220. That's 503 589 1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: We are back, friends. Great to have you with us. 503 589 1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503 589 1220 emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. So we're talking about a number of things, including this, the supposed airstrike on the hospital by the Israelis, which wasn't. And the proof is in not only the drone footage, but the radar coverage, which is independent of each other. Can't fake all that stuff, folks, even with AI. It was a missile from Islamic Jihad launched at Israel that just misfired. And the video shows it. And you can see this thing get launched and you can see it just take a big curve. Or maybe they did it on purpose. Who knows? Talking about that today, also going to talk about uh, Lori Chavez de voted against Jim Jordan, one of the 20 Republicans in the U.S. House that voted against Jim Jordan for speaker. A lot of you are reacting to that. So I'm going to read those emails in a moment uh, if you want to talk about it. Um, Freddie writes uh, text messages, call home was a missile. Seahawks lost. It is a real misfire video. Um, talking about Lori Dreamer. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna stay on this. Also, who can you trust in the media? It's a great piece by J.D. Rucker. About this and 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 I do want to talk about her also, Oregon's Secretary of State is not taking down the audit that led to Shamia Fagan's resignation as Secretary of State. Why? Well, she says she can, she's competent enough to do her own. Hmm. What if she chooses to say, you know, it's really not as bad as this outside council said it was. So you know, we're gonna we're gonna let it stand. How many ways can you say the fix is in? A lot. There's another story, by the way, on the Liberty Daily about Egypt warned Israelis on October the fourth that something big was about to happen in Gaza. And there's a lot of troubling questions about this. This is a front page magazine story. And it does raise a lot of questions. Who does it help? Who does it hurt? Ultimately, it's going to hurt Netanyahu. So that may have very well been somebody in the intelligence apparatus or the IDF that purposefully withheld it from Netanyahu. To hurt him. If you think America is bad, you haven't seen Israeli politics, folks. 503 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. In a moment, I'm going to talk about who can you trust, and I would read some emails first as soon as I do this. Did you notice how warm it was yesterday? I was out drilling, and it will be again this afternoon in that wonderful warm air. We're going to be like in the mid to high 70s today. And if you weren't comfortable yesterday, probably you're not going to be comfortable today. It means something's wrong with your system. Whatever system you have in you, probably ought to get it fixed before. It fails on you in the middle of winter. Call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out and assess what's going on in your system. Come up with a plan to fix it and fix it. And they'll do it right away. Give them a call, 503-580-1456, 580-1456 check out their website freedomheatingandair.net that's freedomheatingandair.net Linda writes about Lori Chavez de Remer, who voted against Jim Jordan for speaker she writes this because she voted to increase the debt limit early on in her new job I suspect Kevin McCarthy had a lot to do with that I agree Linda I think that but you know you're What's the old saying in life, folks? You dance with who brung you? Well, McCarthy brought Lori Chavez de Reamer to the Capitol, brought lots of money into her campaign, ran some great ads. They worked. She beat Skinner. Is she making mistakes now because she's voting with however McCarthy wants her to vote? Linda continues. And now, because of the stance she's taking on electing Speaker, she's inviting Skinner to take her place. The Reamer is listening to Eugene or Bend, not the rest of her district. She doesn't really have Eugene. She has around Eugene where I am. I'm only, you know, 25 miles from Eugene. But she certainly has Bend. She has parts of Salem, Albany. They're all in that district so she writes this how is it and why is it politicians hit washington when they hit washington they become another person but that's a fair question and it is the same that happens in the oregon legislature that i observed because here's my reasoning this is what happens you get back to wherever back in dc or you come into salem and I felt this very thing, this very poll. And all of a sudden, you're an important person. you got staff, you got a budget, people come up to you and want to take you to dinner, lobbyists, and people want to meet with you because you're important, because you have a vote. They address you as congresswoman or representative. feel impotent. And it gets to your brain, in your head. And then you listen to all of the arguments from The elected ruling class, these are the people that run the caucuses, the Tim Canopes, formerly the uh, Vicky Bree Iversons, the ruling class. They know better than you. They're inside the game. They know stuff you don't know. That makes them special. And they think that way and go to their brain. I've seen it and I've heard it from people that you wouldn't think so. Plus, you're only hearing from a select group of people, the lobbyists typically. This is why what you do as a free American, as a fighter for liberty, as an America first conservative, what you do in contacting them matters. I'll tell you in the legislature, there was virtually nobody, maybe Jason Williams of Oregon Watchdog, go to his great website, oregonwatchdog.com. Only Jason Williams was the only person who used to come around to the legislature when I was there from 1999 to 2007. He's the only person to come around advocating for less taxes, greater government um, oversight. Analysis, auditing of how your dollars are being spent. He was the only one, one guy. Everybody else was there with their hand out saying, we need more and more and more and more. That's how you become a different person than you were when you ran for office. It's even worse in Washington, D.C. You get influenced by the parties and the big lobbyists and the money and all of this stuff and by the ruling class who says no you got to vote this way oh and in the sat in the political consultants too say well you don't dare vote that way you don't dare say that it Might hurt you in the next election you see these people have learned nothing from trump truly now i'm talking about mostly about the ruling class and the the political class, the consultants, because it doesn't benefit them. That's why. Julie writes an email about Lori Dorema. I did not vote for her during the primary, too close to Portland to suit me. Will support any other opponent during the primary. I may leave the blank empty during the general. Julie, you need to communicate that to Lori. I'm serious. Linda, you also need to communicate a similar thing. You either stand up for America and a speaker who will stand up for us that has the grassroots support rather than the ruling class and the lobbyist and the globalist support. You either stand up for them, we're not standing up for you and you're gonna be a one-termer. And then of course, a leftist. Like Jamie McLeod Skinner will be in your place and yeah that hurts us but maybe just maybe the next Republican that comes along will get it America first am i right or wrong about that 503-589-1220 is the power Buick gmc talk line when we come back who can you trust in the media the great piece by J.D. Rucker, and he names people that he trusts websites, some of which I've never heard of before, and others that I do. Back in a moment. 6:48. Go away.
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the
1: car. Back in a moment. Well, we are back, actually. It is uh, nine minutes before the top of the hour. I have got a haven't read an email from Doug for a while. We're often at odds, but... He is a thoughtful guy, and lots of times I can't argue with him. He even showed up at the Political Coffee Clatch once. Great to meet you, Doug. By the way, there's a great piece in The Federalist uh, that I just want to call your attention to. I'll have it up on the show plan today on kslm.news under the local podcast under Political Coffee. And we'll also have it on our Political Coffee Clatch Telegram page. The headline of this is a good one. And this is something you can use in persuasive conversations. Listen to this headline. Leftists can't acknowledge real terrorists without exposing the terrorist smears of Republicans as ridiculous. Leftists can't acknowledge the real terrorists without exposing the terrorist smears of Republicans as, ridic- as ridiculous. Here's the subheadline. It looks pretty silly to call conservative Americans terrorists when there's so much real terrorism going on in the world. You know, like parents that go to a school board meeting and object to radical racist CRT training or transgender training, brainwashing of their kids. They were branded domestic terrorists, and the FBI went after them. It looks pretty silly. Here's the here's the word. It looks pretty silly to call conservative Americans terrorists, like parents standing up and objecting to what's being taught to their kids in a school board meeting when there's so much real terrorism going on around the world. Yep. That's right. Friends, uh, want to call your attention once again to Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. Eric's uh, going to be doing some work on my home soon. And, you know, he's a guy who is really meticulous in what he does. And, and if you don't believe me, just go to his website, righteousrenovations.com, and just look at the pictures. Set aside the great customer testimonials and support support of the work he's done in people's homes. But just look at the pictures for yourself, the detail. He's very good at that. So you know what? If you're thinking about a contractor to do anything in your home, especially those sensitive areas like kitchens and bathroom remodeling and that type of thing, you should call Eric Azer. Righteousrenovations.com is his website. Righteousrenovations.com. Who can you trust in the media? I'll get to that in a moment. I told you I'd read Doug's email. It says, R.E., persuading others to take a stand for freedom. It's a really tough game to play, he writes, to help others see through the government charity game, that the more we subsidize the bad decisions, the more bad decisions we get. Amen to that, Doug. He continues, persuading others is a long process, fraught with conflict. There's manipulation and subterfuge. And it can even be dangerous. Government charity programs have trained people since they were children to pay them off. Take away their guilt for not speaking out against the government charity game. To persuade others to understand that the more people the warfare slash welfare state helps, fewer people will work. The more you will backfill other people's bad decisions with more free resources. The more bad decisions we subsidize, the more bad decisions we get. Persuading others, he writes, how many people have really been persuaded by anyone? One out of 50? One out of 100? Very few are persuadable. That's Doug's opinion. I disagree with that last point, but it's his opinion. You see, it's who you choose to persuade that matters. Sometimes, yeah, there aren't people that are persuadable in your world. Most of us have people that are kind of on the fence. Who can patriots trust in the media? And Gary, hang on, I'll get you in just a second here. J.D. Rucker's piece is, says, Drudge Report is dead. So how do America First Patriots get aggregated, curated and original content every day that you can believe in? Well, he names a few of them. And let let me just and I'll have this article up there because I think it's worthy of you using these resources. The Gateway Pundit, he names Revolver News, Liberty Sentinel, Epoch Times, Zero Hedge. That's a good one, by the way. End of the American Dream and the Economic Collapse Blog. That doesn't sound very good. Just the News, John Solomon. Alt Market. Todd Starnes, formerly of Fox News. Headline USA. Rare Foundation, that's R-A-I-R Foundation. Natural News. Many of you send me stuff from Mike Adams' website. There are others. It's a great piece. I don't even read so many of the old ones I used to read. Got to go to the phones. We'll start first with Gary, and then we'll move to our other caller. Gary, good morning. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Hey, is your streaming service not working? Yeah, we're having trouble with uh, the website, unfortunately. Um, We're trying to get it fixed. We had that trouble yesterday. But it is working yeah, on it, the app, I believe, so you can always get it on the, uh, the iPhone or Google phone app.
0: Gotcha. Uh, that was amazing last night uh, at your uh,
1: Coffee Clatch, uh, what Mark had to say about uh, them wanting to get rid of him out of uh, school choice, so some multi-millionaire can take it over, basically. And pump $25 million into getting it on the ballot here. In Oregon, and and get it passed. Twenty-five million dollar bribe to Mark Fieldman was offered, folks. You need to know this. It's what Mark shared with us. That's what Gary's referencing. It was. It sounds like it was offered to uh, school choice. I don't know if that's Donna or who.
0: If Mark would get off as the head petitioner, uh, and that's.
1: What do they have against Mark that they hate him so much
0: that they want to destroy any chance he has of uh, becoming, uh, you know, uh, a candidate for office?
1: You know, it's a really good question. I think that it is um, he challenges by being, number one, authentic and number two, different than the political class, the establishment. And they don't like that. And there is no, that class so establishment in the Oregon Republican Party, and that's why they're coming against him. Quietly behind the scenes, he laid that out. Gary, thanks. you got to go quickly to another caller. Caller, go. you got about 30 seconds. Hi, is this me? Yes, it's
0: you. Go. Yep. Yeah. Hi, Jeff. So I just really want to in- encourage people to contact Lori Chavez to <laughs> um,
1: yes, thank you. We appreciate it very much. That's a great point. Call Laurie Chavez de Reamer. Urge her to support Jim Jordan. And let's get moving on America first. Thank you. Appreciate it. Back tomorrow, folks. I hope you join us then. <laughs>